Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. And today is a good day to go ahead and plan your very own one-of-a-kind Mississippi trip. You can do that over at visitmississippi.org. And there is still plenty of summer left, so lots of vacationing to do, but also plenty of time for some good reading, whether it's on your lone vacation or by the pool or just sitting out on your back porch listening to the afternoon showers. Now, over on the Good Things Facebook group, I have asked you to go ahead and share with us What is on your summer reading list, whether you've already completed it this summer or maybe you've got a few books left to go? You can also share with us your titles over at 601-879-4395 on the C Spire text line. And I got one that you might want to add to your list after we talk to the author today, Miss Jan Lemon. She is the author of Letters from God, and she is also a professor over at Mississippi College in the psychology department. Is that correct, Miss Jan? Yes, so that's correct. All righty. So now I'm thinking, oh, I got a psychology teacher writing, writing books. That may be something that I need to need to read. Um, but I love the title so letters from god just set the stage for us how long is it taking you to complete this project this passion project okay this passion project took me about 10 years i was in uh, the public school system as a school counselor um, and then uh, finished my phd and moved into being a counselor educator at mississippi college and it was at that time that i began to think about writing this book um, and that just kind of grew in me and i began to work on it and, you know, little things would come along and stop me from completing it. And then about a year ago, I just had a really strong sense in me, get this finished. And so I just got on it, got it finished. Uh, TVN published it, Trilogy Publishing. Um, it is a Christian fiction novel. And I do think it's something people in Mississippi would enjoy this summer. Well, and I do that, and I love, too, the fact that it is Christian fiction. We have many Mississippi authors here on Good Things that write from the gamut. And I think, though, maybe, and and there's many that we've had that are faith-based writers, uh, so to speak, or faith is intertwined into their their work, if not just in their life in general. But I don't know if we've ever had one that has a tale of romance, suspense, and the supernatural power of God (laughs) on, on the cover. Why is is it uh, important to you, Jan, that there's more fiction opportunities out there for you know Christian authors, but are, are also just Christian fictions? Well, let me say this. I, I know, and again, I'm a psychology major, and so you can kind of see that all through the book, little glimpses of that. You'll get that. But you know, Freud said that storytelling is the um, 
entrance to the to the soul um, metaphors storytelling things like that that we can hear stories and read stories and without even really thinking about it it affects our soul that's why it's really important what you read and what you put into yourself um, so this book is um, full of God's love God's power, um, supernatural happenings that show that there really is a parallel universe. And I think that's one thing I wanted people to know more than anything else is just as there's this temporal realm, there's also an eternal realm. And there are many things that are going on in that realm all the time, just like in our realm. With, oh, well, you've already got me kind of interested in picking this up and sort of reading it. So let's talk about the characters, because obviously we have God that's going to be a, a main character in in your book, Letters from God. But there's a romance. So, I mean, that can go many different ways. I mean, the, if you if you think about it, the Bible is one big love story. It's probably, you know, the the most um, complicated love story um, that's out there with the best ending ever. But 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 tell us a little bit about some of the other characters. Well, the the main character is um, uh, Father Jake Duran. Well, he was not a, a priest to begin with. He was a law student at Ole Miss. A lot of Oxford um, environment in there and atmosphere. And um, he was rich on his way to being married to a beautiful woman uh, who was the governor of Louisiana, so very political, very rich. Something very supernatural happens to him, and he is totally and completely changed. He sees God for the first time in his life, and I think the thing that you'll enjoy the most is the different type of prayers that are in the book that are so heart-wrenching and so authentic because it's the only way that people in the book knew to pray. It was the only way Jake knew to pray when he got into the situation he got into. Um, and so, of course, he's a main character uh, in the book. And um, as he changes his life and becomes a priest, uh, there are other characters in the book also. His family is very close to his family, uh, very close to his father and mother, but his father is not pleased with his turn in life. Um, and so um, there's a constant presence of God in the book where you suddenly feel the presence of an angel where you suddenly know God is there and he's doing something uh, special. Um, and then it gets a little political in a neat way because... A, I don't know if I've ever heard it put that way, political, <laughs> and getting political in a neat way. Uh-huh. So you got my attention with that one. Okay. Uh, well, there's a world organization that gets involved. And this world organization comes in and begins to tell the religious people in Louisiana what they can teach and what they cannot teach in their church. Uh, and so uh, that gets exciting, and Jake gets involved in that. Um, he is eventually arrested because he goes against what he is told to do and does what God tells him to do. He uh, receives a letter from God with some very specific information in the letter, which is very powerful, very powerful. And um, 
So he shares the letter when he's told not to do that in his, in his service. And um, he's arrested. He calls on his best friend from Oxford, uh, an African-American, uh, all-American football player who's now an attorney in Jackson. And he comes to save the day at the trial. And... Um, There's another love interest that gets involved uh, toward the end of the book who is a reporter trying to prove he's a fraud who eventually sees what he has to say is the real truth. Man, that does sound like a page-turner, Jan. It also (laughs) sounds like maybe art imitating life, life imitating art, or I don't know which. It feels like it could be a story written in today's times for sure. So ten years ago, though, our world looked completely different when you got um, inspired to write Letters from God. What inspired that? Where did this sort of story, this, you know, the storyline, sort of the, you know... um, the thread between the book sort of come from? Well, that is fascinating because at that time, like you said, I was not, did not know where we would be now in the world. I wouldn't, didn't know some of the things that were going to be going on. But I was just simply led by my heart and my spirit. I have no doubt about that. And so, um, I think that's why this last year it was get this finished. This needs to be out there now. Uh, why I felt that push. Um, but other than divine inspiration, it's really difficult to say where all those uh, different aspects came from. Well, that's so interesting, too, when you talk to a variety of different authors. They all say it hit them one way or the other, or it came in sort of pieces, but it just felt like something that was inside that had to get on paper, whether it ever got sold and became a New York you know, bestseller, or if it's just something they completed you know, to say that they did. It was like they couldn't, they had to get it, they had to get it out, which it sounds like for you, Jan, that's exactly what it did. And you got it out. So it's Letters from God, a tale of romance, suspense, and the supernatural power of God. I'm curious about the front, um, <laughs> the cover. If they're looking at supertalk.fm uh, slash watch, I'm holding it up now. It's a very, well, it catches your attention. How would you describe the cover of the book? Well, in the book, there is a very powerful angel. His name is Andreas, and that means powerful one of God. And he is um, not an entity that you want to uh, have conflict with. He is strong. He's powerful. He does what God tells him to do. He's there to protect Father Jake. Um And so I didn't want uh, the picture on the front. I've had more comments about the picture on the front than anything else. And uh, I didn't want the face to show. I I wanted the face to be where you could not see the face of the angel. And I wanted the angel to be something people would pay attention to. Well, you definitely nailed both of those, Jan, and we want you to stick with us. We also want you to send in what you're reading over the summer, 601-879-4395. We've got more with Miss Jan Lemon coming up next.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 20% chance of rain today, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 71. Your Tuesday, 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 92. And for your Wednesday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified CertainTeed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Since 1871, Gaddis McClure Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers, along with Surrender Fire Ant Killer. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McClure Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. on planning your Mississippi getaway today. You can do it all over at visitmississippi.org. And you know what's a good thing? When I look over at the C Spire text line and I see someone who's text in, I'm with Southern Beverage and I have a big Bud Light Yeti-style cooler I want to donate 
to the Palmer Home Auction. Where can I do that? And obviously, Rhino responded with how you can do that. So that leads me straight into saying that we are coming up fast on our ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon. It will be Thursday, July 15th, and we are still looking for auction items. So if you've got something that's about $100 or more in value that you would like to donate for it to go up to auction, whether it's a Yeti cooler, maybe it's a service, maybe it's a, you know, you've got, you're an artist and you can paint or draw or whatever you um, sculpt. I don't know. The sky is the limit. Um, But your donation is going to be just like writing a check to Palmer Home because it will go up for auction and whatever it goes for, then it goes all to um, helping the children. Remember, Palmer Home for Children is a faith-based organization and they don't take a, a dime of government money. So anything that you can do and not that you would be doing something good just for free advertisement. But as you just noticed, Southern Beverage just got a little shout out here on Good Things and we will be uh, be talking up the auction items as they continue to come in and it gets closer to time to turn on the auction and let you have fun with it. So just a little wink, wink there. So if you've got something you want to donate, you can email donate, the word donate, at supertalk.fm or just shoot us a text on the text line and somebody will take care of you there as well. We hope to be taking care of all of your summer reading plans um, this year. I think summer is just the perfect stage, Jan, for people to get to those books, whether it's on their e-reader or they're listening via audio book. You know, our schedules seem to slow down. We look for something good by the pool or by the um, you know by the ocean and this seems to me to be the time of year more people start asking for those book recommendations and we're we're encouraging people to read yours it's your first novel right letters from god and it is a christian fiction book so i want to go back and just talk about why it's important to have christian fiction versus you know not always just having the devotional or just always going through and trying to learn because you can learn and still grow in your faith through these fictional stories versus just always having to be, you know, in in scripture learning mode, if that's fair to say. So from your perspective, how do you help someone release that of just always reading the good student thing to also being able to have fun in the fiction world in their Christian reading? Well, I think just like children, as adults, we all learn differently. And, you know, always teaching teachers, okay, you need to, you need to, um, interact with this child on a certain level, and this child you need to teach this way, because that's the way they learn. And the same way with Christians, we all learn differently. And so to have, yes, faith-based books that are very straightforward and you do this and do that and here's the scripture and they're wonderful and you can learn from it. But then you pick up a Christian fiction book uh, like my new book and it is so filled with um, the essence of God. I think after you read the first chapter, you just literally feel the power of God. And so something changes and helps you see things differently from a Christian fiction book that you might not from a nonfiction book. Uh, so I think it's important to read both and have that for all of us. I also find it very encouraging that there are more platforms and Hollywood movies coming out that are very faith, faith-based driven. Number one, it's family friendly. But the number two, it also shows that the same storylines can be just as entertaining and can be just as moving. And you're right. You know, you leave 
entertainment, whether it's from reading it from a book or watching it from a movie, and you think about those characters and you put yourself in their shoes and you still can walk away learning something or seeing it from a different perspective, even if the characters aren't, you know, it's not a biography. Well, I remember the first time you watched The Gladiator. You, you After it was over, you felt, I've got to be better. I've got to do better. Oh, this man is so noble. And so the same way with Father Jake. I mean, he is noble and steadfast all the way through, even though there are issues there. And so you draw from him and you draw from the other characters. Um and then there's actually the presence of the Word of God all the way through, and not necessarily thus saith the Lord, but it's still there. Who is this a good book for? Obviously, anyone who enjoys reading. Um, but who would be like your ideal, this is for you by the pool or on your back porch or wherever it may be. You're going to really love this. Um, I think anyone who is seeking God right now, If you're in a position in your life where you are seeking truth and you are seeking God, I think this would be a perfect book uh, for you to read. Um, Of course, any Christian, but even non-Christians, would enjoy reading. The the story in itself um, is exciting and different, and so I think even non-Christians would enjoy the book. Have you already got difference uh you know coming out with sequels or next steps or characters morphing (laughs) it's funny how those how things do you finish a project and you're like oh i'm done it was like having a baby i never want to do it again and then you're like oh maybe one more time you feel that way i was like oh but the way the book ends it leaves father jake in a situation where you feel like no you didn't i've got to i've got to write a sequel to this and and plus the character is so powerful you could write one after another after another just his life in general so you mentioned that the main character father jake is steadfast and noble you had to have somebody in your life or at least even if it was a fictional character like the gladiator that maybe helped inspire that uh that character in terms of their moral values and just how was was that someone in your life or someone you needed or um well i think i i've always been so uh, close to god even as a child that god himself was such a part of and Jesus of who they were and what they were. But I will say the character is named uh, after my son, Jake, who is now grown. And um, I do think he is a noble, good, kind, uh, wonderful young man. And so I do think that entered into it. I feel like he too would be he'd be handsome and good looking. <laughs> oh, he's very handsome. Let me tell you. That's I've heard uh, some of my friends that have read the book said, Oh, I just love him. I love him. Yeah. And so yes, he's handsome and he's um charming, very charming. We're already we're already um putting it into the future for you, Jan, for this to become a motion picture and so I'm curious who would play Jake if you had to pick out of Oh, you know that is so funny you said that, Rebecca, because I've thought about that and um I, I really couldn't find the right person because I kept thinking of actors 
you know, my age. And I was trying to think, oh, I've got to find somebody younger. And so, you know, I, I think that would be a real task. Well, you mentioned the gladiator. My mind went straight to, yes, Russell Crowe. Like, <laughs> I don't know if Father Jake would look the same as in a gladiator uniform, but <laughs> no. <laughs> but still, obviously, come back to earth, Rebecca, come back to earth. Um, if we want to get it and read it, is it in all formats, Jan? It's yeah, at Barnes and Nobles and at Amazon. And that's Letters from God. That is yes. a tale of romance, suspense, and the supernatural power of God with Jan Lemon. So do you have, can we, a website or, or social media or anywhere like that that we could follow you and see when something comes out next? Uh, no, I don't have a website yet, but it is something I'm working on. It's funny when you start these things, then you say, oh, got to have a website. I've got to do this. And, of course, I have an email address, but... Um, jnclemon at gmail.com and um, so the website will be coming soon. I think it's interesting that you chose Oxford as the backdrop for your book considering that you got your PhD from Mississippi State. <laughs> I mean, is that something you had to wrestle with God? I mean, he just pulled you to Oxford right out of Starkville? No, my son went to Ole Miss. He got his MBA there and so while he was in school we bought a condo there and enjoyed the uh, beautiful town of Oxford and um you know, sometimes when you're going to graduate school at Mississippi State, you're just buzzing in and you're buzzing out. And I really didn't get to enjoy it like you would if you're an undergraduate student. Well, I hope you've enjoyed watching the dogs make it all the way through. Oh, absolutely. Go Bulldogs. I think they're doing an amazing job. We'll be watching. Well, no, I've got to teach tonight. We don't say that out loud. <laughs> don't lie. No, I'm just kidding. Say you'll DVR it. Or, in fact, you don't have to do that. You just stay updated with any social media or news outlet here in Mississippi. Oh, oh Doug will be TV and, and, and they He'll will be watching it. They will have it play by play. And in right. fact, that sets the stage for we're shifting gears. We actually have the sports nutrition department from Mississippi State calling in next here on Good Things to Share. Maybe what are the dogs eating the night before or the day before the big game? Do they have any fun snacks or tricks up their sleeves to keep them hydrated and refueled? So this is going to be a good conversation. Jan, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. But you guys stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next. Here's Uncle Cy. What's the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life? Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war. We run into a herd of oriental cockroaches, and they all weighed about 30 pounds. We actually had a firefight with them for about two hours. They were trying to overrun us. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years. At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pests and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. 
Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful, from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping, and our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridgeland Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridgeland Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridgeland Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A memorial service will be held Wednesday for a Bay St. Louis lineman that suffered an electric shock last week. Friends and family gathered around a New Orleans hospital Saturday as Casey Seal gave his final gift, donating his organs to help others. A body pulled from the water near I-10 in Hancock County is that of a Louisiana woman reported missing last week. Courtney Johnson of Madisonville was found in her submerged car. Foul play is not suspected. This weekend's walk-off win over Texas has Mississippi State in the College World Series final two wins away from a national championship. They'll match up with Vanderbilt, who was gifted their spot in the final after North Carolina State was forced to concede due to COVID protocols. First pitch in Game 1 is set for 6 this afternoon. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. 
If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. So many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. Take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to explore more. Speaking of playing, you guys have your eyes set on Omaha as the boys from the Mississippi Bulldogs are ready to take, I guess, the field for, which hopefully will be the last time of the season, not the last time tonight, but tonight and tomorrow night, for the championship series. Now, I know the boys at Sports Talk Mississippi will have plenty to do to break down the game and the players and everything happening on the field, but I wanted to go to some of my expertise and passion, which is happening behind the scenes, and that's going to be with your sports, uh, Mississippi. Mississippi Sport, Mississippi State University Sports Nutrition. I'm going to get it out, guys, <laughs> who keep the players fueled up, hydrated, and ready to go. So joining us is one of the sports dietitian, assistant sports dietitian, Sean with MSU. So welcome, Sean. Hey, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. Well, I am so excited that you agreed to this because I know it's it's not usually you guys that get uh, the media invites to talk about what's going on behind the scenes. But I think it's so neat to to hear about all the pieces that it takes there at um, the university to get our players in, you know, peak performing state so they can do their best uh, at what they do. And for for the Bulldogs, that's right now playing baseball. So just give us a little bit of a background on what exactly. The, the sports nutrition department there at State does year-round for the baseball team? Yeah, absolutely. So we do have a team of dietitians here, and obviously our uh, biggest responsibility is just the nutrition and the welfare of our uh, student-athletes. So for baseball, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about it today. It kind of never ends because we're lucky at Mississippi State where we're usually playing late in the season. So, you know, right now we're going on almost July this week, and uh, already next week we have our newcomers, our freshmen, getting on campus. So, um, And another problem that we're lucky to have is that we only have, you know, guys here for two, three years, and uh, a lot of them are already moving on to, you know, the major league draft and, and, and moving on to their professional careers. So um, a lot of times it's it starts with, you know, just trying to get these guys from high school body weights, body composition, and get them ready for collegiate ball, SEC ball, and, you know, pretty quickly, you know, playing in the, at the next level. Because that's the goal of everybody who comes in here. Obviously, they're here to get a great education, uh, you know, to, to get some expertise, to get better at what they do. But ultimately, those guys want to play at the next level. And so our department's just providing food, nutrition, supplements around the clock, just 
whatever we can to kind of help fill any gaps in their diets to kind of help, you know, achieve their goals. Well, their goal has been achieved. They have made it to the championship series. Only one more goal, and that's to win two of the three games that's remaining. So let's talk about maybe how your department helps them think through their fueling strategies or what they're eating while they're there. Because one thing that's unique to baseball that's a little bit different than, say, you know, football or basketball are these long week tournaments. I guess maybe basketball does fall into that. But you've got several big games, you know, that can happen back to back for a long period of time time and so you have to make sure as an athlete that you're you know on top of what you're eating and drinking almost at all times so how do y'all help set the stage for them to win in that department yeah and i think the challenge is just trying to replicate what you do here on a daily basis we have such a home field advantage and it's you know obviously starts with our fans and being at home and sleeping in your own bed but it also is your nutrition too you know they get to wake up in a familiar place eat in a familiar place uh, a familiar food, and then they kind of have our resources that we always have at home, you know, at their fingertips. So when they're on the road, you know, this year and down in Texas to start the year and then the SEC tournament, um, and then obviously this is, you know, a very long stay in Omaha. It's, it's a challenge, you know, and it takes a village. Our director of operations, Roger, is fantastic at what he does and implementing all those ideas on the road and um, everything that, you know, we envision for our student-athletes, especially our baseball players. So it's just replicating it, you know, eating the same – time frame you know three and a half hours before our game uh starts no matter what time you know our first pitch is we're trying to eat three and a half hours before and then having everything that they usually have here in their dugout and that uh it takes a lot of efforts a lot of logistics because you know flying to omaha and we have our big hail state buses there we got to pack everything that we want to send and send it you know a day day and a half ahead of time because they got to drive out there and, and meet our players first thing when they get off that plane so we need to have everything on that bus for you know you know, minimal two games, maximal, you know, <laughs> however many games it's been, five, six, seven games. So uh, it, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of people, and a lot of moving parts to kind of replicate what we do at home on the road. And especially when you're there for, you know, seven, ten plus days, like we are lucky enough to be in Omaha this year. It just takes a lot more people. So if I, uh, math is hard on air, Sean, but if I can count back three, three and a half hours, that would mean that the Bulldogs are eating their final meal or have eaten it within this last hour here on Good Things leading up to the six o'clock game tonight. Do you know what's on their menu? What are they eating prior to the first game of the championship series? It's honestly not what's on their menu. It's kind of what's not on their menu because that's probably a smaller list than what's on it because we give them so many options. You know, we have multiple lean proteins, you know, and we have some guys who are playing. We try not to get it too fancy because we don't want to, you know, have spicy chicken or something that might upset someone's stomach or that they're not used to. So there's always the proteins, you know, the seafoods, the salmons, the chickens, um, you know, trying to keep it low fat, but get enough protein. Uh, there's always, you know, vegetable options, a salad bar, fruit bar, pasta stations. You know, we love to do a pasta stations here and have action stations where the chefs are cooking it for them so they can give exactly what they want, exactly what they need, um, so that they're comfortable going out there. And, and on the road, it's even more of a variety just because, you know, we don't have the same chefs when we're on the road. We have, uh, you know, a little bit different of a scenario. So the more options we have and the more things we put in front of them, the more likely they are to be comfortable with the options that are in front of them. So I don't want to give you too much. Um, you know, if I told you, I probably have to kill you because it is a little bit of our uh, our secret <laughs> here. But <laughs> just kidding. But um, but yeah, so they have tons of options. They'll have a bunch of bars and variety. We don't plate it for them. 
um, they, they're good to go ahead and, you know, play it themselves. So I'm curious, who's the bigger diva, football players or baseball players, when it comes to their, their, their need for snacks? So do our baseball oh. players have specific snacks they like to have there in the dugout? They do. I, I would say, you know, I don't handle our football team directly, uh, so I won't speak for them too much. Um, but we've kind of we got lucky off the get go. They're big on crustables, big cheeses, big rice crispy guys. You know, comfort food that they have during a game, and you know those foods that might not sound you know you know this as a sports dietitian that they might not sound healthy to the general population. You might not recommend them to your kids, but that sugar content and those simple carbs is kind of what they're going for in the middle of the game because we don't want anything to sit heavy. We just want you know good energy, but you're not hungry, you're not starving. Um, and nothing that's going to sit heavy because we do play long games and they're out there for a while. Do you have to encourage them to continue to stay hydrated? Because I know you can be in the moment, in the game, but it's so important. I mean, I'm not sure how hot it is in Omaha, but, man, here back at home in Mississippi, it's a it's one of them dog summer days. And so how do you um, remind the guys that staying hydrated is important? Yeah, and, you know, especially during our Super Regionals here in Starkville, I think the heat index for, for most of the games is well over 100 um, and so we were preaching to the guys, you know, hey, this is an advantage to us. You know, Notre Dame's a fantastic team, but they're kind of coming from a little bit of a Midwest climate. Um, and, you know, it does get hot up there, but it's, you know, as we both know, it's different in Mississippi. The humidity, the heat will get to you. So uh, the biggest thing is being proactive instead of reactive. If, if you're trying to hydrate the guys when they're already cramping, it's probably a little bit too late. So we sent them all home with a big hydration bag the night before, tons of electrolytes. Uh, tons of fluids and things like that. And just telling them, like, this is our advantage. This is why we play at home in the Super Regionals. This is why we win as many games as we do and try and get that national seed so we have this advantage when, um, you know, June rolls around. So, they, um, you know, the guys do a very good job. They, they act like professionals um, from everything they do, from BP sessions to their nutrition. So they took it seriously, and they did a great job. And, you know, we obviously had a ton of products on hand for if anyone was starting to tighten up a little bit in that heat because some of it is inevitable. Um, you know, they're going to get a little bit tighter than usual. They're going to be sweating a little bit more than usual. So we have to make sure we're ready. Our sports medicine staff is staff is fantastic, and they do a great job of that. And like I said, it takes a village. So we have everything on deck from pickle juice to, to Gatorade and everything in between. So we're going to go ahead and claim it, Sean, that when they win the second game and they make it official that they, you know, have won the College World Series there in baseball, do you let them off the hook? Are they allowed to do Krispy Kreme? Do they go to a steak night? Like, is there any celebratory with food? I mean, after they have followed all the plans for so long, I mean, can they go wild when they won? Oh, yeah, I'll let them off the hook for a while, and especially if they do that, they can they can have an extended break from me. Um, you know, but a lot of those guys are going to come back and they're going to go up to Cape Cod so and, and play ball in the summer. So it's it's going to be a challenge trying to get them to go from celebratory mode, hopefully, to uh, getting back into business and getting ready for the season because, you know, we have a very long season when we play this deep. So they got to be ready to go in, in August again when they're done playing uh, summer ball. So. Sean, I also make a prediction that there's a lot of good things, listeners, that is rushing out for Cheez-Its, Crustables, and for Rice Krispie treats, so they can be eating those along with their with their um, baseball players, their dogs tonight um, as they take the field at six. I appreciate your time, Sean. I know all the hard work that goes into maneuvering and keeping a team like that um, fueled and ready to go. So, really cool. Thank you again, and hail state. Thank you, Rebecca. Hail state. All righty, you guys stick with us. More for you coming up next.
I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCare MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new Genuine Mississippi store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The store is also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairgrounds. Y'all come in the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyers.com. This is the closing agri market report. At the close in our cotton exchange, December cotton was up 25 to 87.43. March cotton was up 32 to 87.03. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 27 and a quarter to 1357 per bushel. August soybeans were up 34 cents to 1336 and three quarter per bushel. July corn was up 39 cents to 675 and a half per bushel. September corn was up 28 cents to 558 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was down 120 to 121.60. October live cattle was down 87 to 127.52. August feeders down 320 to 156.35. September feeders down 217 to 159.07. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 183 points to 34,251. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Do you want to make more money? Do you need a high school diploma? Do you need help fast? No problem. Contact your local community college to learn more about the My Best program. My Best, improving the quality of life for Mississippians. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Did you know that one out of four jobs in the state depends on agriculture? That's why we started the Mississippi Ag in the Classroom. It's a school program helping grades K-12 acquire broader knowledge about agriculture and how it impacts them. It's great to see them learn and get excited about where their food and clothes come from. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm on it. 
Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. in planning your Mississippi getaway. You can do it all over at visitmississippi.org. But many of you have gotten away and you're headed to Omaha. <laughs> I like the person who said, there was a meme that said, I hope that a fly ball or a foul ball gets hit into your nachos for you going to Omaha and not taking me with you or something to that effect. <laughs> but anyway, it's an exciting time here in Mississippi and we're wishing them all the best. I know the guys coming up next with Sports Talk from 3 to 6 will we'll be talking it up from the time they start till the time that the first pitch. So hopefully we'll all be back tomorrow with good news and one step closer to them finally getting that title um, that they so well, well deserved. But many titles are being shared over on the Good Things Facebook group about what you're reading this summer. Someone did mention, I hope I'm reading the sports pages, that Mississippi State had won the College World uh, Series. That would be something I think we'd all enjoy reading. But Rhino, you um, you actually put something in as well. So what is on your reading list? I actually have one that came out, I want to say, late summer or fall of last year by an author that Every single time I've picked up one of his books, I've enjoyed it. The, the first one I ever picked up was called The Fourth Bear, and the author's name is Jasper Ford. It's going to be a little hard to spell if you just go with that because there's two Fs at the beginning of his first name. He he gets published from England or something. But the, the first time I was introduced to him was this series of books called The Nursery Crime Series, where it had all these names that you've heard from nursery rhymes, like Humpty Dumpty or Jack Spratt. Or, this is awesome. But it, was, it became a procedural crime series where the fourth bear was this criminal mastermind that was framing the three bears. And, oh, yeah, it was just really enjoyable fluff reading that's perfect summertime reading. And every single time I've, I've read one of his books, I've enjoyed it. And I didn't realize during all the hubbub of the last year and a half that he came out with a new one. So... I've got that on my list to read by him, and the the weekly one piece that I keep up with comes out just about every week. Do you read paper, like hardcover paper, like book, or are you an e-reader? I prefer to have a physical copy um, with with stuff like One Piece, where it's yeah. actually coming out in Japan and it's being translated, but it all comes out at the same time digitally. It's easier to read it on an e-reader than to wait for it to get shipped to you. But with something like his book. I'm torn between supporting an author I really like and getting his hardcover or waiting another three or four days till the paperback comes out. If it's fiction, I prefer paperback or hardcover, whichever, like a real book. It doesn't matter to me whichever one it is. If it's informational, like I'm trying to learn something or have some knowledge to be able to apply back in life, I do like the E only because you can highlight. And then at the end, you can save all of your highlights into (laughs) so type A, into a PDF. And then you can email it to yourself and print it out. And you have all of your notes there, uh, uh, right there in easy peasy format. But I I will say it's easy to get distracted when you're on an e-reader. So 
I, I do. I like both of them. But I, there is something about being able to hold a book that just will never go out of style. Tim and Corinth said several people have put The Shadows of the Past by T.C. Martin on their summer reading list. And Patrick in Louisville says reading Follow Me by David Platt. And let's see, Joe from Wesson said, nope. Not for us. Not uh, not that particular one. And then some of you are also having fun with it. Jackie says he'll be reading menus. Will says my Netflix list. I get that not everyone is a summer reader, but I do feel like there are certain times of the year where we try to set a stage to be a better at getting like good reading in. Is it the beginning of the year when we feel like, oh, I want to read a book a month for you know as a New Year's resolution? Or when it's summer break and you feel like the chaos of life has sort of settled, you go on vacation and you want to be distracted by a good read, that's when you start to put out and say, hey, what are you guys reading? What are you enjoying? And so if you would like to see a list of those, they're continuously being added to on the Good Things uh, Facebook group. There's some really interesting um, titles here that I would love to, to know a little bit more about. The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Auschwitz. I bet that Auschwitz. is Auschwitz, whatever. I bet that is fascinating. Martha says a Holocaust survivor who went on to be a clinical psychologist. It's all about a choice mindset so far. Deep, powerful, quick pace reads. So you get everything from here. And then someone said just finished the last book in Mitford series. I know I'm a little behind. Hell, I never heard of it. So there you go. <laughs> and now about to read it. So, yeah. So and then you've got every little win by Todd Tillman and Brooke Tillman here of Mississippi as well is on could be on your summer reading list. Books are right there up there with movies with me. I feel like I always miss the best ones. I never make time to catch up. Books take a little bit more of an investment than sitting down and just watching a movie on the TV. So it's easy to do. But if you've got a good read or you've got one you want to read, join the conversation. Join us over there on Facebook. Just look for Good Things with Rebecca Turner will pop up. Alrighty, you got the boys coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6 p.m. Rhino and I will be back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.